and we are live. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am one of your co-hosts, Blake Rafino. Alongside me is my counterpart, Joe DeLeon. Good evening, good sir. You're muted. I can't. Do I, every it's I always can't, one thing, and you you can't even. It's always one thing. I don't I don't know why I just forget to unmute myself. Um, a lot to talk about this week. There are two yes. really interesting games that we decided we want to get on the books on the Monday show so we can get it out there sooner. This Penn State Ohio State game has such a massive implication on the rest of the season. And Alabama Tennessee man. Tennessee could ruin things for Alabama right now. They they really could disrupt their possible chance of making it into the playoff. Yeah, and, and but and look, Alabama's got a tough stretch. Now they have a bye in the middle of it, but they do have Tennessee and then they'd play LSU for the West um in a couple of weeks. I agree both of these matchups are are, are top tier Look, normally, Joe, on Mondays, we pick our winners, okay? And today, I am changing that, at least for myself. I, I, I can't pick a winner for either one of these on a Monday. I, I, I refuse to do it. I think both teams are similar in a lot of fashions. Look, the biggest thing that everybody got and their mama got wrong, for, and let me give an example, Tennessee. Everybody, Joe Milton this, Joe Milton that, Joe Milton Heisman, Joe Milton this, could work to be the number one overall pick, whatever it was. It's that Tennessee defense and that Tennessee defensive line that's the story. Because, my goodness gracious, great balls of fire, and even offensively, they're pushing dudes around. That defense has been really freaking good, and we got to yeah, talk about yeah. that. I, I, It's going to be a really interesting discussion because – Last time Alabama played a good defense, a good defensive line with Texas A&M, they won that game. So is this – 24 is, points, can Tennessee? Right, right. That's what it comes down to. I, I'm i actually going to pick who I think is going to win both these matchups. And you're going to uh, say Alabama. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, going, I'm oh. going Tennessee and I'm going Ohio State, as, as shocking as that is for, for me to go in the, the – the, the Tennessee pick's not shocking because, you know, I'm a – according to the listeners, I'm an Alabama hater. Yeah, I'm more if I if you told me Blake you had to pick one of these games, I'd probably go Bama Tennessee. I'm gonna pick Bama probably as it says. Really? I don't, yeah, I think I'm gonna pick Bama. I don't feel good about either one of them. Like, hey man, if if you're putting a gun to my head to pick, just do it because I have no idea. I, I don't feel good for either one of these teams. The, the most interesting thing for me though is. And we'll talk about this out of the break. Penn State's the number one total defense in the country. Now, I'm old enough to remember when we did our Penn State deep dive that one good-looking son of a biatch, myself, said you better put some respect on Manny Diaz's name. They're good defensively. They're not good. Gotta, they're really all good. Right. They're elite defensively, but, but – them more than I think most teams, because right now in our top tens, we, we have, and we're going to do the top tens at the end of the show. I think that there is a clear resume established with all of the teams that are put in there. Penn State's the only team that, frankly, has not beaten anybody. And you want to pull up Michigan's schedule. If you want to pull up uh, Georgia's schedule, Penn State's is, is probably the weakest amongst the group. They they have not, the toughest I, team I that they played was played Illinois. Nobody. 
Yeah, but <laughs> Illinois is the toughest team that Penn State's played. Who's like, the toughest team Michigan's played? Rutgers. Rutgers is better than Illinois. Oh, good. Not by much. Doesn't matter. All right. Penn State did play West Virginia. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know how much. Oh I'm hell no! Play, but... West Virginia would have won last week. You West... wouldn't. Have, you wouldn't have said that. West Virginia is overrated. West Virginia beat Illinois. Wait, they didn't play each other. Okay, I'm just reading from the comments. Elk said that West Virginia beat Illinois. No, he's saying that they would beat them. That's oh. that's what his statement is. Oh, I got you. All right. So, break down Ohio State, Penn State, Bama, Tennessee, and Joe and I will give our top 10 at the end of the show. Joe, I don't think we have any time to waste here because mm-hmm. these are two highly contested uh, uh, matchups and what will be the first separation Saturday, in my opinion, in the Big 12 – or Big 10, excuse me. And then, obviously, Bama, Tennessee, and then our top 10. So, Two games that I think are just much must-see TV because of the implications to both of them. So let's dive right into them and talk about them. Everybody do us a favor, though, before we do that. Hit the like and share if you're on Facebook. Share to all those groups. Share to all of your social media pages. Wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. You're watching us on YouTube. Joe, continuously growing on the tube, man. Constant growth. So, if you, but seventy five percent of people still hadn't subscribed. I know, I know. the The monthly number of views has gone up every single week. What we're averaging per month, y'all got to subscribe. Hit know, the subscribe man. button. Yeah, I know. It's baffling to me. Regardless, mm-hmm. thank you for tuning in. Anyways, if you're watching us on Fubo, welcome, welcome, welcome. We appreciate you being here with us. All right. Let's talk about our good friends over at BetOnline.ag. We break down Penn State, Ohio State. Next. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in-game betting props and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. We're back. <laughs> Excuse me, I got I got a little choked up just like Texas did against Oklahoma a couple of weeks ago. Penn State and Ohio State, the big 10 matchup of the weekend. Big noon kickoff will be there. I love games in the Big Ten at 12 o'clock. We're gonna get one or 11 o'clock, whatever it is. If you're a central time, it's a just absolutely fantastic. Uh, matchup in the Big Ten. Joe, I told you earlier I'm not picking any one of these teams until Wednesday until we make our picks. Mm-hmm. But let's look at this game. You know what's interesting? I'm going to read off two quarterbacks for you, and I want you to tell me who's oh, been more efficient. You ready? One of them, Sam Hartman. I can no, 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 no. It's a, it's a oh. reference to this game. Okay. 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 One is 65% completion percentage, 1,254 yards and 12 touchdowns, no picks. 
One has 64% completion percentage, 1,651 yards, 11 touchdowns, and one pick. The Wait, how many picks did the first one have? Zero. The first one's Alar, the second one's McCord. But you wouldn't tell if you just did a blind comparison of the both of them. Both yeah. of them have looked pretty similar. And you know what else? Alar has been the one that is getting all of the pub. But he has been in some games where he's been taken out late. McCord, unfortunately. But I guess you could say he split time. But nevertheless, we will see. Joe, this game is very simple uh, to me when I break it down. Defense, defense, defense for both of them. Both of them want to establish the running game very effectively. Both of them have two really good defenses. Penn State is the number one team in the country in total defense, while Ohio State is seventh in the country in total defense. But here's the thing for me, though. Did you know that Penn State was the number one team in the country and number two team in pass and rush defense? They are just smothering teams. Mm. Ohio State, 22-4. and four. I think this is one of the most evenly matchup games that you can have. But did you see Ryan Day last weekend getting Devin Brown the ball in the red zone to run? A wrinkle that I believe that he was saying, hey, Penn State, you're going to have to game plan for this. I don't know if he even comes into the game. Maybe he does. Maybe they let him throw a pass. Who knows? I, I don't know where to lean on this one, Joe, because I think both offenses have uh, have some question marks. But I do think Ohio State overall is more talented or has more talent than Penn State. I just don't know if they're the better team at the current moment. Well, Elks, this one is for you. And Blake, I'll help you figure out where that lean should go. I, I, I thought this through, and I'm not going to overcomplicate it at all. Okay. I completely agree with you. I think that Penn State has a ton of defensive talent. They're well coached. They have been smothering everybody that they've played, but they have not faced an offense with an ounce of a pulse. So I think that those numbers are a little bit inflated. I, I mean, I know that Ohio 20, State Notre Dame, but neither does Notre Dame, so how Ohio State had neither. Okay, fair. But the last time that Ohio State played against a team that has an elite defense, elite well-coached defense, a talented quarterback, a good run game, a good offensive line, good tight ends, but has no talent at wide receiver. What happened the last time Ohio State played that type of a team? Well, it was Notre Dame by three. So I, I I'm with you on that. Okay, I, I can see the similar uh, uh, thought process on that. And I think that's a good pull by you. But Notre Dame's offense isn't as good as Penn State's all around. I, I look here's here is where there, I. Oh. Joe. Wait, 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 wait. Here is where I, and I think this is maybe where we disagree. There really is not much of a, a significant difference. Yes, Penn State's offense is better and has statistically been better than Notre Dame's. But up until Notre Dame actually faced some good, strong defensive opponents, they were putting up some defensive or some decent offensive outputs. They, you know, they were scoring some points against NC State and Central Michigan. They looked fine. I was out here yelling about how I thought that they were going to be great against Ohio State, and then everything came crashing down. I have watched a, an annoying amount of Penn State film. Broke it down. Outside of Lambert Smith, they do not have anybody. 
They don't have anybody. They got guys dropping balls. They got guys not creating separation. All of their offensive passing production, which is pretty minimal. It's not like they've put up any games with good numbers has come from their running backs and their tight ends. They don't have any receivers. And that's where I think that this is going to cause them problems because we saw Ohio State figure out how to scheme against a team that doesn't have any receivers. And they shut down Notre Dame. I think the same thing could possibly happen this Saturday. Very plausible. I I, I can't come out here and deny what you're saying. I can't argue against what you're saying. Do you think that Penn State is going to be a little bit more successful at running the football? I do think that Ohio State, you know, when they face Maryland, as an example, that offense with the with Tua's younger brother, they can throw the ball around a little bit with Loxley. It's what they want to do. Mm-hmm. They gave up some yards. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with you on that part. Where I just feel like Penn State is more – I can't I, – Look, if I say this, I'm going to get killed. What else is new? We get killed for everything that we say. What but is- I just don't know if Notre Dame's offensive line is better than, than Penn State's. I, I don't know that. Because I think – here's how I evaluate offensive line play, okay? Mm-hmm. If you got a chink in the armor, then you're, gonna, you're not going to look good. I've seen Notre Dame get pushed around by other people besides Ohio State. Okay, I've seen it. And not only just the power five teams that they played. Yeah, there were times that they got. I mean, go, Joe, go all the way back to when Notre Dame played. Who was it uh, early in the year? It was before Ohio State. Who did Notre Dame play? NC State. It was NC State. And you remember Mm -hmm. like early in that game or late or midway, maybe third quarter in that game, NC State started coming back a little bit. Well, Mm -hmm. they started making stops. And they kind of got pushed around at times against an inferior opponent. But oh, but I feel like a dumbass saying that because Notre Dame's got Joe Alt and they got dudes. But I've seen Joe Alt get pushed around by, by North Carolina State in the run game. I just think that there's something to be said about can Penn State do some things maybe a Notre Dame can't. And and I don't your your premise and thought is what I why I don't want to pick it. But I'm going to throw something at you that you're probably not going to agree with. If Penn State wins this game, I think it's because Drew Allah, uh, Drew Alar, or Aller, however you say his last name, he's just a better quarterback than Sam Hartman was. And I think he can he, process better. He's got a bigger arm. Okay. I yeah, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree I with that. That's not a hot take. Drew might be a better quarterback than Hartman is. So those are the two ropes that I'm trying to – I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I just took it inside. By the way, did you see, did you see somebody commented uh, uh, that they lost their, they, they started laughing their ass off when they saw my face as I processed you saying, come stand on the live oh, show. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so listen, last night I get out the show and my wife, go, my wife and my sister-in-law here and they're like, did you just call Texas A&M a cum stain? <laughs> I was like, unfortunately, yes. But you know what I'm saying, though, about the, uh, the, the, the quarterback comparison? Is Sam Hartman going to be number two in that quarterback comparison? Because I think I, he would be. I, I don't disagree in what you're saying. 
Drew Allar is more physically gifted than Sam Hartman is as a quarterback. Sam Hartman is much more experienced, and you see those experience differences show up on film. But having watched them play against Iowa, having watched them play against Illinois, two teams with good defenses that aren't up to par with Ohio State's but aren't really that far off, I have watched Drew Allar make some really nice plays, keep the offense moving, keep the run game involved by him being in an extension of it, finding his tight ends, finding Catron Allen and Nick Singleton as receivers. But what is stalling drives for them is not being able to consistently connect with receivers. And if those guys can't create separation against Illinois and Iowa, I am very worried about what's going to happen against a more cohesive, hey, man, well-rounded defensive, defensive unit. I was a good defense. Don't they, don't they are? And Cooper DeGene is is going to be highly drafted, a very talented cornerback uh, for Iowa. But as a as a unit across the board, Ohio State is the best defense that they have faced all year. And I'm very worried that if he can't find any of his receivers, what is going to happen? Because when, when Notre Dame played him, yeah, the, the they were able to move the ball a little bit, but not enough for them to put up the points necessary to actually win that football game. They still ran for 215 yards against Iowa, though. Like, and, and we're talking, that, but that's not happening against this Ohio State I, defensive I front. That's the thing. I, I don't disagree that they're not going to run for 200 yards, but you're at the way that you just compared that. At least, let me tell you what I'm hearing. Maybe you're not mm. saying this, but this is what I'm hearing. Oh, well, Iowa sucks defensively. The bullshit they do. Uh, no, no, that's not what I'm saying. I know it's. I'm kind of phrasing it like that, yeah, but I'm I, saying this. Here's the thing with Allard that that would worry me. He threw the ball in that game like shit, 38 times. Okay, whatever in the hell it was, he only had 116 or 166 passing yards. Now he had four TDs. Okay, but you, James Franklin was asked this question a couple of uh, weeks ago or two weeks ago. Did you see the James Franklin thing about? The reporter asking about pushing the ball down the field. Like, did you see that? Yeah. Oh my. Oh no. He asked him, "Would you ever? Is there Tell ever a point where you're going to throw that bitch down there?" It's basically yeah. What he's just saying. throw it deep, and it was insane. How, first insane off, how question. stupid is that question? That might be I mean, the stupidest question I've ever heard. Some kid who plays Madden. I I don't know if that's a, a student no, reporter. He's a, he's a he's a seasoned reporter. He's got like a hundred thousand followers. Yeah, but buddy. But he needs to cover basketball. That's one of the I worst guess. things I've ever seen. I don't know how you could cover football and think that that's any coach has ever. I get what he was that. trying to say. Basically, he was saying, "Hey, did you?" I get what he was. You're, trying you're doing it. You're giving him a lot of benefit of the doubt. I don't know if he knew what he was trying to say. <laughs> no, but James Franklin knew what he was trying to say, and James, yeah. you know, he James Franklin made that comment more or, or worse than the question actually was. James could have just said. Guys, there's people getting open. He's progressing through the offense. Mm -hmm. Do we want him to take deep shots? Sure. If it's open. Right. Not just Frank, Franklin just completely pulled his pants down and took a dump on that question. He made it worse in national news more than it should have been. So, I mean, as you should, if, if someone's trying to, but okay, yeah. we're not to spend too much time on this. I do think. See, and here's another thing. I think Penn State defensively is is a good team. I, I think Ohio State is obviously too. I just don't. Speaking of James Franklin, I don't know if I can trust him. I trust Ryan Day more. I trust this team. I I lean Ohio State because I trust their coaching staff more. If everything's mm -hmm. even, okay. If everything is even, 
I do tend to lean the better coaching staff and quarterback. We talked about that last night. But something just is in is just telling me, Blake, don't don't take them. And I don't know what that is. I, I don't know what is telling me not to take them. Take Ohio State, maybe because and, and look, I could be because when teams drastically do something, Joe, meaning like look at Ohio State's offense last year. They were high flying. They almost beat Georgia, and now they're you know tough defense, well, run yeah. the ball down down your throat, physical style of football. Maybe it's that on why I don't trust them as much. But dude, they're just they're smashing. They're Hulk smashing everybody in front of them, and they. I, I will say this: you won't agree. This team can be more dangerous than maybe a year ago in a totality. They are built right now to beat Michigan. Ohio State. Ohio State. Yeah. I don't think Ohio State was built to beat Michigan last year. We talked about yeah. that last year. Yeah. I think they're more built to take on Michigan this year, personally. I think that from listening to you talk, I think that you want to pick Penn State, but you're not ready to go there yet. It sounds like that you're picking Penn State, but you're not going to. On Wednesday, when we do our game picks, you're going to pick Penn State. That's my That's my prediction. I don't know that. I trust Ohio State more, but I just I, something's just you want me. to you want to pick Penn State. That's the I, I do. That's the Here's the thing: I do want to pick Penn State because I think Alar Mike could have a game on. We can have a game on our hands, and mm -hmm. I think this could be his coming out party. I do think that that kid can play. Like I really do think that the kid can play. Okay, he just hasn't been set up to do so. And so, some well, of the comments. Well, and Joe, here's up. the other thing too: we're yeah. seven weeks into this. He hasn't had a high-profile game. There's a lot of people in the country that really don't even know who Penn State is right now. They know that they're undefeated. They know they hadn't played anybody. They've seen them once or twice. Maybe the Northwestern game that was on, it was close early, so people started tuning in. Then Alar, to his credit, comes in and just starts kicking the dog shit out of everybody. He's out by the fourth, middle, midway through the fourth quarter. I like the kid a lot. I, I like him more than I like McCord. I'm just tell you that McCord, yeah. dude. Did you did you watch the game last week? I, McCord, he's feeling pressure and he's he's just like leaning back and walking it out yeah. there. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, we saw that against Notre Dame. He he, he does not handle pressure in his face. He does not handle pressure well. well. And I'm going to tell you something. If if there's one thing I know, Manny Diaz is going to send pressure at him all night long, and and that is why. It's it's more not so much the offense of Penn State mm -hmm. that I'm just like, oh, they're the reason I, I'm held back on this. The reason that I, I'm leaning them is I think Manny Diaz is going to have some shit dialed up and it's going to make McCord look silly. And Manny Diaz has been around the block, man. He's like a $3 hooker. He's been to all locations. You just got to pay him once. I will say that if if something does set up Penn State to win this football game, it's one going to be a really big defensive performance. But I, I I really solely focus on two guys on Penn State's defense. Chop Robinson is very under talked about. My my guy is a freak. I, I've I have a couple of clips of him that I have saved on my phone. I should have sent to you before the show as I did last week. The, the guy can accelerate. Yeah. And burst out of cuts and spin moves and stuff. And I don't know a, a single guy on the offensive line that is going to keep him from getting home and getting a, a sack or even pressures. Dangerous. Very good pass rusher. Yep. And then Kalen King, what does Kalen King do? Does he completely eliminate 
whoever he's matched up with. I'm sure he's going to get some reps with Marvin Harrison, some with Abuka. Does he completely take those guys out of the game? Kind of like what happened when Notre Dame's secondary, who Benjamin Morrison's good and Cam Hart's good, they're not as good as Kalen King. Kalen King is a freak. And, and think five about this, man. Think about this. And I think this is all over the place for Penn State to some degree. Mm-hmm. James Franklin has quietly recruited his ass off. Yes. You, you know what I mean? Like, he's got some yeah. good DBs. I think their safety play has been really good. Dude, I, I here's another. <laughs> both of those safeties will come up in that box and light your ass up. Yeah. So, yeah. defensively, it's not the stats. Fuck the stats. Okay. I know what I'm I know that I'm seeing these dudes like dudes up, and I get it's inferior opponents. How does that translate? So, the ultimate question, and that's why you play the game, how does that translate against a pair of running backs at Ohio State that can run your ass flat over, too? So, we'll see what happens on Wednesday. That's all I'm going to say. Tennessee. You got, any, you got more thoughts? You got any more? Well, thoughts? I just I had a really stupid one. Do you think that Ryan Day is going to go after Joe Paterno if he beats Penn State? I had to get that out. Can I, can I tell you the truth <laughs> and then we move on? Yeah, go ahead. I don't give a damn how old Lou Holtz is. So I'm going to – Oh, gonna hold on. no. Hold on. hold on. Can I – Okay. If Lou Holtz is old enough to go on a TV show, okay, Joe, we get criticized in the comments. Just uh-huh. because I'm – so because I'm younger, why don't – why do you attack me? Why do you attack me? I'm younger. I, uh, I, it's – I don't know. I just think it's hilarious. I just think that Lou Holtz, you know, no, Lou shit. Holtz, if he didn't want to have it, don't, as my one of my favorite rap lyrics of all time would say, if you don't want no shit, there won't be no shit. Don't start yeah, no Lou, shit. Won't Lou, be no Lou doesn't shit. care. Lou wants the smoke. Well, and here's another thing, too. Ryan Day is taking shots, took the shot at Lou Holtz. It was not directed at Lou Holtz. It was directed at everybody around him who had said that his teams lost to dudes like Georgia because they're soft, myself included. Eh, that's it, fair. T- All right. It's the third weekend in October, which means, Joe, you know what this means. Tennessee and Alabama. We remember one of the best games of the season last mm. year when Tennessee knocked off Alabama, the whole state of Tennessee – Goes into Neyland. They take up the goalpost, Joe, and they throw it in the river. They were tired of the the Death Star, known as Alabama, beating them over and over and over again. They get over the hump last year, and now they go on the road in deep death of, uh, of Tuscaloosa. Play a Nick Saban offense that isn't really any good. Their defense is, though. The biggest story, Joe, we talked about this to start the show. The biggest story in the beginning of the year was Joe Milton this, Joe Milton that, Joe Milton this, Joe Milton that for Tennessee. No, the storyline in Knoxville is that they can run the ball on anybody they want to, and their defense is pretty freaking good. Here's what I think it comes down to me for me, Blake. (laughs) You think Bama just sucks on offense. No, 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 no. I know this is so comical that like I spotted some of the comments. Some of them were held for review. I sometimes check that tab. Oh my God. We were violently, violently attacked. The only fan base that just, some of them, some of the fan bases don't like us. The Bama fan bases really hate us. 
they because they think they were biased. Because they we're realistic. Us. We're realistic about what they're dealing with offensively. Look, I commend Tommy Rees for finding a new creative offensive approach. For running the ball and then attacking deep, it is a very complicated thing to defend because of the way that everyone's coming downhill, stacking the box, and then leaving over the top open for you know all those long passing touchdowns that they've been having. But we got to be real with ourselves that it's unsustainable and that only putting up 20 or so points a game is not sustainable winning offense. I know that this game is in Tuscaloosa, and I know that we came on here and we tried to pick Texas A&M. Texas A&M could have won that football game if it wasn't for bad coaching by Jimbo. Josh Heupel's not an idiot. Josh Heupel is a really good coach, and I think that he has figured out what we saw last week, that he has figured out what the offensive identity of this team is. Not forcing, trying to throw the ball. They're going to continue to run the ball down your throat. My main reason why I really like Tennessee in this football game is that James Pierce Jr. is the truth. That entire defensive line is going to yeah, they're really eat good. up that Alabama offensive line. 126 in sacks allowed, 110th in tackles for loss allowed for that offensive line. And if you watch them play, they're getting their ass beat. I mean, who was uh, Landon Jackson freaking went off? Yeah. And he hasn't had a, a big game in his entire had career. Three sacks. He, a former he, LSU he, guy. He beat the shit out of that that Alabama offensive line. Well, I'm you know who you right now O lineman is Proctor. J- Put James worked, and he's been getting worked every single week. Put- what do you think Harold Perkins going to do to him in three weeks? Two weeks? Damn right. Five <laughs> sacks for him and James Pierce Jr. Watch it happen. Okay, I agree with you on Tennessee defensively. But let me ask you a question that I know where you're going to go and what you're going to say, but I know deep down late at night when you put your head on the pillow, you're going to mm-hmm. have to think about it. Which, Q, which QB do you trust more, Jalen Milrow or Joe Milton? Because I'm – Wait, wait. Go ahead. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm interrupting. I got to say something that's so stupid. I don't know if it's not Milrow. I think it's debatable. I really, and that is the, and that, because you can debate it, is why it's the problem. On the other side of that football, Alabama has a really freaking good defense. Mm -hmm. Really freaking good defense. They're coming into their own. A lot of young guys hadn't really mattered too much. Another game of two defenses that can really play. This might come down to which team doesn't make the mistakes, meaning, Turnovers, costly turnovers. Well, be more specific. Be more Jalen Milrow and yeah, Joe Milrow, Milrow or okay, just the well, two of them. No, no. Even in totality, Joe. Even if a running back yeah. fumbles, you like right. in a game like this, you cannot give possessions away. Every mm-hmm. possession is so crucial. Tennessee ran for two hundred thirty-two yards on A and M. Who, by the way, Bama ran for twenty-seven. That's C. That's the important part to remember here. Now, the the truth, everybody thinks that that Heupel's teams are just finesse. The shit they ain't, they will punch you square in the in the mouth. And, and they got caught off guard against Florida and got beat for it because Joe Milton couldn't complete a, pair, a, a pass if his life depended on it. 
But he went 11 of 12, uh, 11 of 22 last weekend, meaning Joe Milton. Did not look good at all. But I tell you one thing he can do. He is not bad at running the football with behind that good offensive line. They got Mays back at center. I think it's a good match. That's important. That's very important. But I think the old, the old Crimson Tide might want a little blood. I think they might want, might want a little revenge from last year. Just something to think about in the – in the third weekend of October, you brought up Mays coming back. Massive. So you you so you asked the you asked the question a second ago of which quarterback do you trust more? And look, Joe Milton, Jalen Milrow have been bad for different reasons. Okay, yes. we don't need to sit here and break them down. We we get attacked for every time we try to break down quarterbacks on the show for God knows whatever reason. I let me ask you this question. Okay. Which offensive line do you trust more? Because Tennessee. they're both e- <laughs> right. They're both equally problematic quarterbacks. So who's going to get protected better against e- each team facing off against really good defensive lines? And it's Tennessee. I don't. I, I just don't know what to make of Bama. Now, I, I, I mean, because Joe, really and truthfully, they run the ball and hit the deep shot. And if they don't can do that, then they're screwed. Like, they're massively screwed. So, I did go pull this up, and let me get to my notes. Passing yards allowed, Alabama is 23 in the country, okay? Mm -hmm. But one thing that I have noticed, okay, when I look at them offensively, they are so bad at throwing the football. It's, It's insane. Everything that they're really connecting on has been massive deep shots. And... Arkansas a week ago took that away from Jalen Milrow, and that's why Arkansas just kept tick, 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 just crept up. Unfortunately, Sam Pittman couldn't get the job done. KJ couldn't get the job down there at the end. I, I don't know, Joe, if I don't I, if I don't favor Tennessee here in a lot of regards. The only thing is that this game is on the road, and the first time that Tennessee went on the road in a hostile environment, Florida – they couldn't get it right. done, and they looked chaotic. I do think that home field advantage is a massive deal here. Both teams quietly. Everybody, when you think of a rival for Alabama, you think Auburn. Tennessee, it might be Vandy, it might be you know Kentucky or whoever in the hell you think that their rival is. They're, Tennessee hates Alabama more than anybody. More than anybody. The bottom line comes to, I've seen Tennessee on the road before, and they did not look good. Can they Can they right their wrongs? But this team is physical. They run the football well. I think you got dual styles going at one another. They both defensively and offensively. If everything's the same, Joe, sometimes i got to lean the better coaching staff. I can't contradict myself and say, hey, man, I'm going to always go with the better coach. I don't know if that's not saving. And if there's one thing that I know about old little Nicky, Nikki is petty as hell, and he wants revenge. I never remember a time in his tenure, ever, maybe once. I think Ole Miss got him in back-to-back years. When he got beat by a team the following year, he came back and found a way and kicked the dog shit out of him. Mm -hmm. It happens every time. And look, this has been Nick Saban's best coaching job, by far, what he's been able to do. I I don't trust Joe Milton. I don't. I trust Jalen Milrow more. As crazy as that sounds, as crazy as it sounds, 
I do think that what I've seen so Joe Joe Milton, every time he's faced with crunch time decisions, he he's, makes the bonehead decision. He's but terrible. you know what I have seen? When Milro's backs up against the wall, he responds. We saw it against Texas. We've seen it the last couple of weeks. I'm going to get killed for that, me saying I trust Milro more. But right now, in a phone booth, which quarterback's going to be able to beat, beat who out? I do th- I do lean Milro. People are going to think that I'm crazy. But Joe Milton, have, are you not watching the games? Joe, name a team, name a game this year that Joe Milton looked good. UVA, and he but he didn't still even really didn't look good there. He looked chaotic right. in the first half. So I know what Milrow's going to do. He's going to chunk that bitch down to Burton and say, go get it, cuh. And he's, he's got time him. to throw. If he's got time to throw. Yeah, he needs to get out of the pocket more. He needs to run more. I, I think that the one aspect of this. too many sacks for his own good. I agree with that from Chris. The one aspect of this that you brought up, if it does end up going in Alabama's favor and what sets them up is exactly what you just said. Is is Tennessee, the way that they played against Florida, made Florida look like a national championship competing team with we how bad they played. Uh, three weeks ago, what were we saying about Florida? Like, God damn. Yeah, yeah, they made Florida look competent. And Florida's fine, but they made them look a lot better than they actually were. So what I'm saying here is that Tennessee doesn't usually travel that well. I mean, the game that they crapped their pants the most was against South Carolina last year on the road at South Carolina. It's a good point. For, in October. What, for whatever reason, they do not travel well. So maybe that's one of the factors here is that because this game's in Tuscaloosa, we kind of have to not throw out, but give a little bit more of a, a lean on Alabama because of that stuff. I still like Tennessee more than I like Alabama, but it definitely factors into it. Well, and I don't know. I, are you how confident are you on Tennessee? Because I wouldn't be. I'm like not confident 50, on either one of them. Like 55% confident. Yeah, I'm not so super... exactly. You know what's interesting? Passing offense, Tennessee 88, Alabama 82 in the country. They're just both perfectly both, average. Uh, they're at, they, dude, you can go down this list. They are as about average. Believe it or not, total offense, Tennessee is ranked 86th. Mm. Okay. Alabama, but their run game's better. But Alabama's 33rd in the country in total offense. It's, I mean, Milrow's had a couple 300 yard games that have kind of. Well, so has Milrow. I mean, <laughs> well, sorry, that's what I mean. Milrow has had a couple 300 yeah. yard games that have bumped and him I up. And I think Tennessee had a bot too. Look. Both evenly matched. I do think I do lean a little bit Bama here, but we'll we'll, we'll get our bets on uh, Wednesday to mm-hmm. to finalize that. Joe, you want to go to our top ten really quickly? Let's do it. All right, let's talk about our good friends over at Home Field Apparel. Don't go anywhere. Joe and I break down our top ten next. Rafino and Joe Show is brought to you by Home Field Apparel, which is the best without a doubt premium collegiate apparel brand that is out there. They have over 150 different colleges that you can choose from, whether you're an Illinois fan or a Rutgers fan, maybe you're an LSU fan like Blake, or maybe you're an Alabama fan, whatever it is, even Idaho. They have so many different designs for so many different football programs that I can guarantee you're going to find some great stuff to help root for your favorite team. I've already gotten my Notre Dame stuff. Blake has his LSU stuff. 
make sure you head on over to homefieldapparel.com to check out your team's collection of clothing apparel that they have on the website. And when you do so, when you check out, make sure you use promo code Rafino Joe to get 15% off your order. That is R-U-F-F-I-N-O Rafino Joe. Head on over to homefieldapparel.com and get your college gear today. Speaking of James Frank Franklin quietly always recruiting well, they had a kid that I evaluated. No, he wasn't going to LSU or anything like that. Jalen Harvey, okay, is mm-hmm. a kid that just committed to Penn State, who, Joe, I will be honest with you, I think we could look up in three years and say to ourselves, this kid's the best pass rusher in the Big Ten. So, wow. again, I saw him because I was asked to break down some high school offensive line tape, and I saw him, and I was like, okay, well, scratch all that. Who in the hell is this kid? Right. So, again, they are – I will give – if there's one thing I'll give James Franklin, he did this at Vandy too. Mm. He might be one of the best at evaluating talent that are not highly star-rated dudes. Micah Parsons says hello. So I, I just want to throw that out there. Well, that's why I compared Marcus Freeman to James Franklin is that both really good recruiters, both very proficient at developing defensive talent, but just not good in-game when co- and preparing his team against Les big Miles, opponents. Man. They're both less miles. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that yeah, it works. All right. Unless Miles actually won an Addy. Let's go to our t- – he did, but he still like grass. This is Joe DeLeon's top ten. Joe, do you want to list off your top ten? Yes, sir. Number one, Georgia. Number two, Michigan. Number three, Florida State. Number four, Oklahoma. Number five, Washington. Number six, Ohio State. Number seven, Penn State. Number eight, Oregon. Number nine, Texas. And number ten, North Carolina. I can't believe you copied my ass, by the way, with North Carolina, and you put them ahead of where I had them. You're unbelievable. They won. What do you want me to do? But you did all I, that I yelling. Feel, I, I feel like a, such a hypocrite, and I should stand on my laurels. I still think they lose to Bama. I, I, still I, think, I, I, think, I think you're coming around to the fact that they would beat Bama. No, they would not. J- Jalen Milrow would not be able to move the ball effectively enough for them to win that game if okay. they played one another. All right, wait. Let's let's pull up. Your wait till wait till North Carolina. North Carolina has the softest, one of the softest schedules in the country. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Um. So here's yours. I have nothing. So here's mine: Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, Ohio State, Washington, Oklahoma, Penn State, UNC, Texas, Bama. Joe, look, I don't really have any problems with yours. I, 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 I don't have any flaws. There's not one thing in there to me that says, yeah, okay. Now, I do have a question for you, good sir. Okay. If Ohio State has a win over top 10 Notre Dame and a top 10 win over Penn State, I got a crazy question for you. Do they deserve to be in your top two? Because they'd be the only team in the country with two top ten wins. Yeah, um, at the very least, top three. I would I would put them in there. So Alex is giving me a hard time because I've slowly moved Ohio State back. 
I, I mean, I'm am I wrong for discrediting the Notre Dame win? I'm not sitting here saying that it doesn't count. You're but I'm actually devaluing it. I'm I'm devaluing it. Just say that that win is not as sexy as it looked a couple of weeks ago before yeah. the Louisville loss. Blame Notre Dame for losing to Louisville. Had they actually played a good game against Louisville, we'd be having a different conversation. But it's a good win. It's just not an elite win. And I look at what Florida State did when they dominated LSU, who's a ranked team. I look at how uh, what they did. The uh, what Washington did just did against Oregon, who Oregon doesn't deserve to move, and what Oklahoma did against another top ten team. I just think that. I have to value more top 10 wins over just hap- just beating Notre Dame. Notre Dame's not as good as we thought they were. They would have the number one resume, and I think it's got to be rewarded. And I Oh, think, if they beat Penn State, yes. I think if – here's my school of thought, and it probably makes no sense. I'm not moving Georgia until they lose. I'm, I'm not doing it. I refuse to do it. Because until you can show me that anybody – now, Brock Bowers, your Heisman frontrunner, is out for the next four to six weeks. I'm putting him at number two because that's two times that you're facing really tough opponents, one of them on the road. Where's the Penn State game again? It's at – It's at Ohio State. Yeah, I thought so. So, one on the road, one at home. I was going to say back-to-back away games, but it's not true. The game's at home. I just – look, man, for me, I – you're going to have to put them at two. I, I don't think anybody has a choice because if they have two top ten wins at the time, that that's that's a difficult thing. All right. Um, continue to tell me why Alabama, why you hate Alabama. Yeah, wait. I Okay, we need to have this conversation right now. Why? By the way, this is even funnier that the Alabama fans think we hate them, that you are willing to put them in the top ten. Yes. Um, why? Why are they – they're not a – you put them over Oregon. That I have a serious problem with. Yeah, because anytime that you make very stupid and boneheaded decisions from a head coaching position, I am not going to reward you for it. Oregon beats Alabama if they play the play sure. right now. Yeah, you're right, and I'm not going to. I can't debate that. I'm not going to debate that. But you've never. Uh, you remember last time Bo Nix faced Nick Saban? He shit himself. So yeah, but that was on a Brian Harson led sloppy, ugly ass Auburn team. True. He's got big dick Dan Lanning. No, I can't say that after his coaching performance. No, you can't. You got to wait a week. You got to wait a week. And I like Dan Laning a lot, believe it or not. I think Dan Laning's a good coach. Joe, Washington had no business winning that football game. I'm sorry. They had no, because there are three times that Dan Laning could have won it and he choked. He choked. If I'm a player in that locker room and looking at him like, hey, man, we deserve to win that football game. You better you better fix some shit and fix it fast. Because I know one thing's for sure. If there were any coach in the SEC, if there were any coach in the Big Ten, people would be ripping them alive. People would be ripping Dan Lanning alive. Oh, because, yeah. Nobody's ripping him alive. Everybody likes Dan. Oh, he's a young guy. Okay, well, you ripped the shit out. Joe, remember how bad they ripped up on Kirby? The only thing Kirby Smart did in year two was play for a national title. And they used to rip him alive. I would also, though, throw out there the argument that, I mean, I'd be willing to put Utah or Oregon State in there before I'd put Alabama, too. Like, if you don't want to put Oregon in there, I understand that. I just don't. 
I just don't like ranking a team in the top 10 that is as unbalanced as they are. They're so freaking unbalanced. They're so unbalanced. Oh, so is Ohio State. Ohio State is not as unbalanced as Alabama. They're not as unbalanced, but uh, Alabama, as we saw, they if no, they are so easy to figure out that against Arkansas, a bad SEC team this year, Arkansas didn't have to. Arkansas would win the big uh, the Big Ten uh, West. Okay, that's not much of an accomplishment. My what I'm getting at here is that. If Arkansas can, all it takes is a small halftime adjustment for them to completely take Alabama's offense out of the game. That's a problem. That's not a, a top oh, 10 Joe, team. That's Arkansas, not a team that's going to run the Arkansas's table. Arkansas done that to everybody they've played the last couple of weeks. Lost by three LSU, lost by three to Al Alabama. I, I mean, they've been doing it to everybody. They've literally done it to everybody in this four-game loss. By the way, okay, can we defend Arkansas really quickly? Four straight games on the road. Yeah, that's fair. That's I mean that's tough. That's, that terrible well, scheduling. The SEC deserves to get punched in the face if I'm an Arkansas fan. That's tough to do. A month on the road. I'm just not. I'm not picking against Saban against dudes. Who's the Nick Saban, bro? Dan Lanning. If Dan Lanning got in a situation like that against Saban, I don't know. If, you know, he, he might make more fumbles. He might do more things chaotic. And and I thought Jake, our buddy Jake Crane made this made this point earlier today. Uh, I saw his post on Twitter. Was the stuff from Dan Lanning aggressive like he talks about, or was it stupid? Was it reckless? Because I think it was completely reckless. I and, and, and everybody's saying that Blake, you had the hindsight of 2020. Joe, I tagged you in this tweet. Three mm -hmm. times I tagged you in this tweet. He better take the field goal. He better take the field goal. He better take the field goal. And I tagged you before they kicked the field goal each and every time. And what did he do? He kept going for it, going for it, going for it, and it bit him in the ass. So, no, Oregon, I, Oregon is suspended from okay. the top 10 this week. They will be in All right, <laughs> All right fine. I here, Here's what I'll say in my final thought. I can't wait for Alabama to lose so that we can just stop talking about them. And so that we can move them out. I, I, I don't, they well, don't belong a really, in the conversation. There's a chance that they don't lose and they win out. There's no way in hell. If they get past LSU and Tennessee unscathed, they're not losing again. They're not losing until they get to Atlanta. Yeah, but that's the whole point. I, I don't know how the hell that they get past either of those teams unscathed. I, I don't, I just see a team that is so lopsided. There, when is the last time we have seen a team that lopsided finish the season with with? Oh no, they gonna lose another game. Yeah, they're gonna lose another game. But as of right now, if you put you in, if you gave North Carolina even LSU's schedule in the SEC, what, what would they be? North Carolina? Yeah, they'd be uh, four and two. If they had Alabama's schedule, they'd be four and two, five and two. No, I mean I think I think that they lose to Texas, but I think they'd be I think they'd be six whatever five and one six and one however many games they played. I don't six know if they one. beat Ole Miss. I'm just being honest with you. They beat Ole Miss. Ole I think Miss that they beat Ole Miss. up on people. Ole, nobody's talking about old Ole Miss because I think Ole Miss is overrated. Are they? You couldn't. You couldn't beat. The, okay, here, Joe. Here is the, the wait, wait, wait. Here is the fallacy that we've created, though, Blake. Is that 
we've we've propped up Alabama because they've won some games, and then as a result, we're propping up Old Miss slightly behind them because Alabama beat them. But the reality is both of those teams have huge deficiencies that are going to cost them later on in the season. No, I'm old if you say I remember when when Alabama was had deficiencies with Blake Sims and lost to Ole Miss, and everybody thought the chaos it was all chaos. All of it was chaos. And all of a sudden, here comes Alabama, and they win a national title. Not with the Blake Sims year, with the Coker uh-huh. year. I've seen it from Nick. I've literally I just seen think it's it. different this I've year. I've seen this three different times under Nick Saban. Three it's, different coordinators. It's so different than it was. This is the worst offense that he has ever had. It is. It's the worst offense that he's had. But I also, I also know that, hey, man – there comes a point where I'm just not going to bet against the house. There comes a point where I'm like, oh, they keep winning games. And here's the thing with Ole Miss. Okay, maybe they could beat North Carolina. Maybe, maybe. Ole Miss going to score a shitload of points on them, though. And you're going to have to outscore them because that offense is hitting on all strides right now. After I mean, Bama, North, North Carolina could keep up with them. Joe, after Alabama, the last two games they played, they're the number one offense in the country. Against who, though? Who is Ole Miss played LSU last and That one's a good play? win, obviously. We talked about I that. I forget who they played after after LSU. Let me, let me, let me pull it up. Oh, Arkansas. Arkansas. Okay. I, I, I don't know, dude. I just think that a lot of – some of these, these SEC teams are getting propped up by weak schedules. And what in the holy hell do you call Penn State? Um – what in the whole point you call Michigan? Wait, 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 wait. But okay, hold on. We we talked about a lot on the show of, and you even said it earlier that their defense, you can physically see the dominance that they have. I I mean those Yeah, but by your premise, though, by your premise, okay. I'm going not off of the fact. tough opponents week in and week out. Michigan and Penn State. So I see Big Ten people doing this all the time, mm-hmm. mainly not from Ohio State, because they actually are grown men and will go out and play somebody Penn state and Michigan do not go out and play people on the road, neutral site environment. That's worth the shit. They that's don't not wrong. That's not wrong. But I have faith that- is just hey, bro, line it up. And that's why people in the South, the sec and all these other conferences, they respect Ohio state because they know that they're going to just strap it up. I, that's not wrong. But as we say a lot on the show, I can actually tangibly see certain teams look better than others. You know, it's how hard is it to put up that many yards against LSU's very bad defense? I'm not like I'm not trying to take a shot or anything, but a lot of teams have had offensive success against LSU's defense this year. You good? I got a I got a Charlie horse. <laughs> at least I'm not gonna. At least I'm not gonna uh, get up like the dude from Irish Breakdown. He and poop your pants. Oh, he looked like he shit himself. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm good. I have, I've told you this, I've had two ACL surgeries and sometimes my hamstring really bothers me. All right. By the way, by the way, mm-hmm. by the way, on yours, I don't Say have, it. I, you got to keep watching where they are. A, even yeah. though I know, I look, if there's a team in the top five right now that you, that you tell me is the one that should be out, it's Washington. I'm still not impressed. I'm impressed by Washington okay. offensively. I, I just don't think def- – I, I 
they face a better team defense. If they, I mean, I got them at five. Oh, we have them in the we have them in the same spot. Yeah, I got them at five two. I, I think that's a fair spot to put them. I think so too. All right, I think so too. All right, well, good show. I guess we'll see on Wednesday where my picks are. I'm not. I, I don't know, man. I might go Ohio State. Will be the right choice. Um, we'll see. You. I, why would I agree with you? You. You've been on a very bad down. I, I. I've been good on the big games. I've been right on the big games. This is true. It's everything else you've been really bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see y'all Wednesday. Y'all have a good one. Peace. <laughs>